start building World War One battleships. <laughs> wow. So they were like, fashion, not a priority. No. Corsets walked so that battleships could run. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Rammies. Welcome back to Friday Answers Mostly. My name is Claire. My name is Tess. It's so good to see you all again. It really is. Thank you for sticking around to episode two of Fashion Honey. Honey. Um, yeah, I mean, like, where to begin? Did you go get... Whoa. Oh? <laughs> <laughs> Took a sip and can't talk. Uh, did y'all enjoy Andre Leon Talley? I'm, like, still thinking about it. I need to go back and watch America's Next Top Model, although I feel like there's so many episodes that it's like, how did this fly? I know. I Like, when I rewatch it, once every, like, three years, I want to put on an episode. Sometimes it's just, like, too much. Like, like it's yeah. nostalgic, but also scary. I, it is. I mean, just the things that they used to say to people... Tire, I mean, the way that people talk about that working environment. I uh, America's Sex Top Model, truly, like crew members or something. Wasn't um what the hot judge, the male judge? Oh, Nigel. Well, Nigel, what was his last name? Barker? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Was, did, wasn't he accused of like yeah, fucked up shit? He really was. I feel like he just was always like, oh, you girls are good. <laughs> like, <laughs> all these like 17, 18 year olds. It's so weird. Or did to you think have about. to be 18 to be on the show? I don't know. Maybe 18. But some, I was thinking about that. I was like, some of those women are out working today. Like, Annalie Timpton, is she, that her name? She's like a manic pixie dream girl she of is. our generation. She really is. Crazy Stupid Love. I know. Uh, that Okay, but Crazy Stupid Love, where she ends up giving her nude photos to the boy she was babysitting. That's just from romantic comedies go too far, you know? <laughs> it's like, this is not okay. That is not appropriate. Completely violating. But bring back the rom-com, please. Oh, God, bring back Ryan Gosling in a rom-com. No kidding. Well, Barbie. I'm so excited. I'm Check s- out our Bar- Barbie episode as well. I feel like people are going to love that movie or hate it and, like shit on Greta Gerwig because people are so protective of like Barbie and all those like things I can't think of a better director for it but you know that Corey and I will get an argument every time we talk about Barbie because he is so against Ryan Gosling playing Ken why he says he's too old for it Oh, Corey, you're being ages. No, but like we had like a whole like hour long discussion with it on his family vacation, and Kenton was like, "If you guys keep talking about it, he's like enough with Ken." But like we get into it every time. I think Ryan Gosling is perfect. Who would he want to play Ken? He um. What's his name from Euphoria? I was just going to say Jacob Elordi. Jacob Elordi. That is that is Corey's Ken. (laughs) I get it. I mean, Ryan Gosling's like what forty? Yeah, but like Ken's been around. Yeah, I kind of liked an age Ken with some wrinkles. Me too. With some sun damage. Definitely the sun damage. Because like he's kind of trash. He too. He is. He but he's like, do you think Ken's gonna live his truth in this film? If you are mm. picking up what I'm putting down, I sure am, and I I hope so, Claire. I hope so too. I think that's the way it's gonna go. I think that's why people are gonna be like, no, <laughs> and get all like Republicans that watch it are gonna be like, I hate totally. This movie. The Little Mermaid's gonna come out. They're already pissed about that, and then Barbie's gonna come out. They're like, what's happened to cinema? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these fake people. Well, wasn't Amy Schumer gonna play Barbie, and then she dropped out? I think Anne Hathaway was. But remember, Amy Schumer was originally like three years mm. ago, and then she had differences with someone. And then it went to Anne Hathaway, and then it went to Margot Robbie. I'm sorry. I would have been so upset with Anne Hathaway. Like, she's being a style icon right now, but she ain't Barbie. She's She does not have Barbie's essence. No. She, even, like, the best actress. Like, it has to be someone like Margot Robbie. It's perfection. It's perfection. So, excited for that. Excited for that. Um, <laughs> Don't know how we got here. <laughs> we never do. Yeah. Um, 
What else was I going to say? What were you going to say? I don't know. What else is happening with you? Um, What else is happening with me? Um, Not much because we recorded a Patreon episode yesterday. So I feel like we're mainly caught up in each other's lives. That is true. We've seen each other... Four days in a row. I love it. And I can't get enough of it. Um, join our Patreon. We spill some major tea in this episode. It's something I've been waiting for. <laughs> I know. Tess has been pushing me and I have I have opened up. And I'm proud of you for it. Thank you so much. It's always hard to talk about the past. Yeah, ain't it that ain't that. But the we're truth. doing it for you. Um, do you have anything uh, any updates in your life? Mm. You paid some bills today. <laughs> that felt good. It did. Um, paid two hundred and twenty dollars worth in parking tickets. Two hundred and something. Two hundred and twenty for three. Oh, oh well, because that, that one doubled. I had one parking ticket that I tried to contest, and I thought that I've succeeded. And oh. then they waited two months, and they're like, "Nope." And that was two hundred dollars. Oh God, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I did everything today that I've been avoiding, which was a hard day, but felt good. Yeah, I'm um, going to the dentist tomorrow. Oh, I'm that, scared. I'm I'm scared. I've been flossing though recently. I don't floss and I never have. I never have either, but I have been as of late because I got the easy um, flossing things. Oh, that. Oh, because you have the built-in retainer, so that must be hard to floss. On the bottom, yeah. That I need actual floss and mm. like a device for, but hey. I think I'm going to get a built-in retainer tomorrow. It's so worth it. But I'm like, can they even fix what's happened to my bottom teeth? Yes, baby. That's braces. <laughs> get oh, adult yeah. braces. <laughs> I am going to get adult Miranda. braces tomorrow. Miranda from Sex and the City. Do it in dark blue like I did for my first time getting braces. Sapphire blue. That's what Miranda does on Sex and the City. I just like didn't know. I was like, if it's dark, I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, I wanted all the colors. Do you remember being like, what color combo am I going to get now? Yep. I think for like the spring, I would do some like switching off. Every mm. other one would be um, like lavender and pink. Ooh, and then it was like green color. and like gray. <laughs> gray. <laughs> I remember specifically having neon pink and orange. Oh, and this does tie into fashion month. It sure does because your mouth needs to be accessorized as well. It really does. Even for my headgear, I had like a cute you little had headgear. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I only had to wear it at night. Of course. Well, they told me to wear it 3 p.m. on and oh. I was like, bring it to school. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that. And they were like, it's really important to like, mm. if you have like, you know, basketball practice or like a rehearsal to like. I feel like that's dangerous. Basketball I, practice. Literally, they were just like, make sure it is on. Like, no matter what you're doing, it's in there 3 p.m. Sleep with it throughout the night. And then, like, you don't have to wear it to school, but you have to wear it. And I was just like, and even my parents were like, you don't have to do that. No, no, Talk no, about no, bullying. No. I had a really backpack as well. <laughs> oh, you had a really backpack with headgear? It's better for your back. Of course. Of course. I had messenger bags that I oh, would. Oh, you were, like, cool. Uh, now I have, no, now I have back problems. Hey, thank you, Deb, for telling me to have a really backpack. Although I do think that Emma, I believe it was Emma, got me a messenger bag, Vera Bradley. That was monogrammed. Green and blue. What a chic gift for, like, gorgeous. a that's, middle schooler. That's what you get for being lifelong friends. Wow. That, I'm pretty sure Emma got me that. That is gorgeous. I had it at some point. Remember Vera Bradley? I sure do. God, we should talk about, for Patreon, <gasps> our old-fashioned trends, old, like Vera Bradley. Like, because we've done, like, early 2000s before, but we should talk about, like, what we were wearing, like... Like, really getting into it. Before... All of it. When we were, like, like 10. Yeah. That also was, like, such such a time, you know? Such a time. I used God to go damn. and just store, like stare at all the Vera Bradley patterns. Did you guys have that, or is that more Southern? I know what it is, but it wasn't like a big thing. Oh, it was big. I'm like, what was big in fashion? Mm, I mean, I just really was like well, a, You just went straight to the juicy. Mm, that is true. I did love juicy in middle school. And what else do you need? Smock dresses, the matching uh, 
tops tops and bottoms but then i got into like free people and anthropology like kind of soon and i would like kind of went through like a little like hippie like florals blouses anthropology's clothes are unhinged they're unhinged i feel like they they're really good right now though are they any check it out yeah when i went in and got the um the best i don't know how to style still no i i love that best what i think of anthropology i think of art teacher i think it had a moment Mm -hmm. of, of doing that there was um a, a gal in our grade who wore um, anthropology, and it's just very mature. It is very mature. Um, but hey, fashion, fashion. So speaking of things that, you know, we've always been curious about, that we've always loved. Oh, wait. Always hated. Should we give a little shout out real quick? I'm uh, so sorry not to stop course. you. Of course. How could we forget? But we just wanted to give a shout out to two Rammies, mm. one of which being Mikkel. Thank you so much for answering the question. The Q&A is on the Spotify. You can go do it right now. You are always so supportive. We love hearing from you. Yeah, you're like an OG Rammy, and we're just so grateful to have you in our community. And, you know, shout out to texas i think he's I from, think texas. from texas let too. us know but we want to go to texas for a live show we do we love austin yeah we sure do so we'll be there and then our second shout out is to our og canadian rammy nikki who Yay! just got engaged Congrats. oh your engagement looks so beautiful we're so happy for y'all uh, we just wanted to say we love you invite us to the wedding <laughs> we can't officiate it as well that's right we will be there to officiate it for you we'll be like lisa vanderpump in that inappropriate see-through black dress so tess just watched um katie and tom schwartz wedding in in the woods and lisa vanderpump was wearing a dress that made you look at her derriere it's just not the time to show off your butt right which it's like fine but maybe let the bride have it it, it's so I, I can't yeah, it really can't pisses even get me off it, so. but congrats to you yes congrats to y'all we would never wear that to your wedding never unless you wanted us to <laughs> <laughs> but we but love you Rammies speaking of things to wear yes thank you so I did a vote or a poll a few weeks ago and I was like okay we could do like this fashion designer this fashion designer we could do Gigi and Bella which I thought would be fun maybe that's for a different time and then I was like, or we could just do the origin stories of like this, that. So I said like little black dress, heels, corset, all that stuff. And so a few days ago, I was like, I'm going to start research and I'll start first with the corset. Yes. And then I was like, wait a second. There's so much information about this, that this could kind of be a whole episode of like deconstructing what it meant, what it still means, kind of like you know dialogues around if it's problematic if it's helpful harmful and then that kind of bled into like shapewear oh and so i was like let's just do an episode about like the corset lingerie and shapewear okay and so, like how these all came to be so i thought that we were so i'm i'm like learning live as we go because oh. i think the voice memo still broke off so i thought that we were doing all the things but we're doing corset and shapewear we are because then i was like I need to stop at some point because then I was like, it'll just go on for days. I felt like it was becoming like a little disconnected, but I thought the corset into shapewear was connected enough where it's like ways in history that have defined women's fashion that have, I don't well, we're going to get into it because people have very strong opinions about the corset, which also I didn't know. There's people that have studied it. It's been around for so long. It's such a statement. It's very sex, like sexualized now. Um, Well, I feel like it had a resurgence with the Kardashians. It had a resurgence with the Kardashians. It also had a resurgence recently, like the first time that um, Billie Eilish showed her body on Vanity Fair Vogue. Mm. She was wearing just a corset. Sam Smith is into the corsets. Mm. Um, well, I feel like now people are like wearing corsets as um, 
oh, I was wearing your tube top the other day. And someone's like, oh, I love a corset. And I was like, it's not, but thank you. It, I I feel like it feels a little it bit does, like anytime like you're like in a tight, mm-hmm. you know, strapless. And like, I feel like that design of that top is also very like feminine yes. and girly. It feels very like Victorian. Totally. And I always feel sexy in that top. Me too. Um, But obviously like we've seen the corset with... You know, Madonna, Janet Jackson during a nipple oh, wow. gate and Super Bowl. Wow, that is the thorough line subject throughout Ram. Janet Jackson is our third co-host. She is, and I would be happy to have her. We could talk about that for days. For days and days. Um, but yeah, let's get into the corset. Let's Shall do we? it. Okay. So the corset is an undergarment worn to give body shape or protection. Oh, protection. Mm. Gorgeous. Um, the peak of its popularity was in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly used by women, also used by some children and men. Children? Mm-hmm. Men? Think about those like rich kids wearing corsets. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Just the rich kids. But, like, literally. Of course. Um, however, the earliest recorded instance of corsets um, in history was from the Minoan, Minoan people who were Grecian. Oh, I I'll see you guys soon. Exactly. Yes, you will. I can't Hello, Milos. Can't wait. Summertime. That's right. Um, on the island of Crete, around 1000 BC, people were in corsets. What even is 1000 BC? I can't even tell you, like, what people looked like. No. What they were doing. I, it. What did What did you do? Well, you know what they were doing is they, they were wearing corsets at this time because, um, so there's pictures of women wearing corset-like garments because in this time, in 1000 BC, people desired to have a very small waist. That's... So where did it start, you know? Like, literally started here. Like, started, I think, because there was like... Um, oh, God, the Mediterranean diet. The Mediterranean <laughs> diet. All that ore is that. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, made made Greek, Greek food the other night, and it was great. Uh, it's just so crazy to me. I guess I just think, like, vanity is so recent, and it's not. It's not. And, like, I think it's hard to even think of, like, the first moment that that became. I mean, they were kind of trying to debit, to replicate um, images of Greek goddesses. Mm. And so I think they were like, Greek goddesses have a tiny waist and hips and like all of these things that they almost thought they were trying to achieve of like the fantasy of right. the perfect woman and but it's just like why the small waist yeah it just go there must be something in our minds that we see like that hourglass and we're like oh my god yeah i mean i think like the hourglass is like proven scientifically to like be attractive to the human so eye crazy but it's also like women are meant made i will say not meant made physically to reproduce say how you really feel Tess. um if you don't have children <laughs> you guys know what i mean biologically yes our bodies are made to reproduce and right. to have a lot of a lot of cushion mm-hmm. especially in the tummy and so it's just like mm. you know what i mean mm. you're just like damn so there's always been like a fighting against that fighting against against that like and we're that's why our hips are bigger than men right like all this stuff that you're just like so interesting that this was like already kind of becoming like obsessive right um and then so i just also like 100 bc don't y'all have some more important things to worry about like where you're gonna get your food tonight truly like how you're gonna survive and not, not be killed second. by other this is when people are just like killing each other uh, it's, it was wild west i, I can't even i don't even can't, can't imagine no um, so then let's jump to the Middle Ages. So this Ooh. is interesting, because in the Middle Ages, your body was looked at as sinful. 
employees. So it was like, don't show anything off. No corsets. Women were supposed to wear loose fitting dresses that covered them from head to toe. Also prioritizing comfort over shape because middle ages were just such a tough time. Well, so what would be considered the middle ages? Because I think of like, I think of the corsets that push the boobies to the chin. She's not yet. She's not yet. She's not yet. So middle ages, is middle ages like when the Black Death was? I think. (laughs) Sure. Because I also think of the middle ages like King Henry VIII. Mm, so I think that was it was the middle of ages so middle ages technically I think is right before like the 15 and 1600s okay because 15 and 1600s I see all of a sudden we see the corset as we know it today Um, women in the French court during this period, um, idolize the image of a small waist. So we're going back, back to the roots. Well, so medieval though, we're wearing ponchos. Middle ages, ponchos. Yep. Got it. Fifteenth and sixteenth, all of a sudden, it's like, and the body's no longer sinful. <laughs> we are seeing a. Is this when the Renaissance was? Fifteenth and sixteenth century. I would say, I would say sixteenth and seventeenth century. Right, a little bit later. I'm so sorry. Well, you guys. Se- because it's always a hundred years. Like seventeenth century is the sixteen hundreds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, We're learning together. We really are. This God, the the timeline of this is going to be tough. <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> I think I'm making it worse. I'll just shut my mouth. No, no, no. These are good questions. So this is when we see women being like let's get sexual Ooh, sexual um so corsets were worn as both under and outer garments at this mm. time um to flatten the stomach and emphasize the fullness of the skirt so it was like oh. make you look this way also show off like because of what the corset's doing to your upper body it makes your lower half look so much more like exaggerated wide. and embellished and wide which was Fashion. Fashion. Um, the shape of corsets was achieved using whalebone or, or other strong material laced up. Sad. I know. So it's like these old corsets were quite heavy. Oh, you know they're uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. This is before we see like a little bit more technology in fashion, be able to make it more. You got whalebone sticking into your side all. <laughs> Sounds dirty. <laughs> Well, they probably did, too. These poor women. God. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. Just things coming at them left and right. Oh, God. Yeah, no kidding. They did dodge a lot of things. So not a good time. Um, Like, you know what I also heard is, like, they had chaise lounges, like, fainting chairs because women were... I don't, I don't mean to step on your toes. No, no, please. But like that people would faint because their corsets were so tight that they couldn't breathe. This is true. This is true to some extent, but not to, I think it has been a little bit um, embellished exactly, in, yeah. in history of, which we will talk about, of how um, dangerous the corset was okay. in terms of like health issues and which has been debunked by Shem. Okay. Um, but they were not comfortable. like. Right. Of course, that's just not going to be pleasant. No. Um, and yeah, you were being zipped up. I mean, we all remember the scene in Titanic. Oh, yes. I mean, that that was a more modern corset, but also when she's like, you are not to see that boy again, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Have to say it. That was great line reading. Thank you. And she's like tying the corset tighter as she's doing it, she's right? She's like getting mad at her. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, it's yeah. just such a good scene. And Rose just looks so stunning. And she's like holding the stunning. bedpost. And yeah. she's like, oh, stop it, mother. <laughs> You'll give yourself a nosebleed. <laughs> it's gorgeous, Tess. Thank you. Oh, God. I'm going to get emotional. I know. I know. Um, 
show. Let's see. So this timeline's a little long. So let's just try to let's get let's get the points. We're here. Oh, okay. So what's interesting is in the 1800s is when corsets become a little bit easier to wear because there's the impl- impl- implementation mm-hmm. implementation I got this mm-hmm. of hook and eye clasps mm. so that replaced the need for like the intricate lacing oh, the tying and women could finally put on corsets themselves we they put it on in the front and then mm-hmm. do the twist. I mean, Which, we all put our bras on that way, don't we? Literally. You d- have to. Don't know another way. Well, now I just wear bralettes. I love a bralette. I, don't, I remember last time I wore like a proper bra, to be completely honest. I finally tightened the um, the harnesses on these bad <laughs> Just boys. staring at your boobs. <laughs> they look great. Thanks. God, they really do. Thanks. I, I need some new bras, though. I okay. have not bought a new bra since 2020. And wow. that was the first time in probably years. These are Harper Wilds, so from the last time we worked with oh. them, which was like 2017. What a, what a throwback. What a throwback. That's all I wear, and so I need some new ones. I do as well. Call us. Call if us. you're a bra company. Please do. But not if you're Victoria's Secret. No, no, no. Which we're not we will talk about soon. Great. Um, so what else is happening as time goes on? Do you remember in like early 1900s when women kind of strive to achieve the like the badonk yeah, the badonk so it was like an s shape a was donkey like, booty yes yeah, so like that was really in so then corsets were worn to force the chest forward and the hips backward <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy imagine these women like walking like that it just cracks me up and it like showed like obviously you know higher status and like the bigger the butt like the richer you were well hey well Eh? And now the Kardashians have uh, taken that to and a whole new level. We all, everything is so cyclical. Yeah. Um, so then the, 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 the war comes about world war one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're jumping to, you know, early 1900, early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, so the corset began to decline in popularity um, because we just needed materials. We have bigger fish to fry, bigger fish to fry. They were like, look, these corsets are like, I guess they asked consumers to stop buying them so they could redirect the 28,000 pounds of steel that were being used for corsets. Oh, my um, God. To start building World War I battleships. Wow. So they were like, fashion, not a priority. No. Corsets walk so that battleships could run. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Ain't that the truth? The priorities. Uh-huh. Um, show. The corset's kind of dead and gone. People like look back and they were like, we're, ne- we're never going to see that again. So so we think. Yeah. And then come the 60s and 70s. And what's going on in the 60s and 70s? Twiggy. Twiggy. We have the women's liberation movement. Oh, yeah. We have, <laughs> um, we have all of it. Uh-huh. Um, 60s and 70s were like when stockings and like pantyhose were a new trend. Uh, I love a, a shift dress, a short shift dress with stockings. So cute. Or no stockings. Or, uh, no. And I guess, so pantyhose were originally designed to airbrush the color and texture of your legs, mm-hmm. smooth the figure, and reduce chafing all at once. Oh, we love the reduction of chafing. I will never forget the first time I, like, seriously chafed. <laughs> is such a gross word. Same, but I, came, I went on a run and... You're just like, what a terrible feeling. I think I was just standing for a long time, like, in a dress, and it's I was like, this hard. is torturous. Torture. Um, so we see similar trends of like, you know, enhancing, if you will, smoothing, reducing, all of that kind of stuff. We see it in different ways, whether it's the corset, it, pantyhose, or like, you know, stockings, a certain type of shapewear, you mm-hmm. could say. So we're seeing things happening. 
And then I thought this was interesting, this article that I read. Um, the 70s, which was like, you know, really women's liberation. Also, Jane Fonda workout videos, mm-hmm. aerobics. And I guess she was like one of the first people to be like, ladies, we don't need to like wear anything to like help us get this figure. We exercise for the figure. Okay. <laughs> And I was just like, was exercise not a thing before the 70s? It, I don't think it was as big of a thing, though. My mind was blown. It's crazy. I mean, think of, there are pictures of, like, Marilyn Monroe lifting weights and stuff. My my grandma had that in her oh, um, workout room. Oh, cute. The one where she's, she's doing the yes, press yes, in the bra. Yes. Tell that photo. was in one of my, uh, the apartment where Katie Maloney lives now in Vanderpump Rules. I lived in that apartment in Valley Village. That's right. And it was in the workout room there. It just, like, it's a hot photo. It is a hot photo. But, yeah, it definitely, like, exercising wasn't, like, I feel like a daily activity as it is now. Right. Well, it, to the in Titanic, not to bring it back, um, this is, like, always my one guiding light to, like, anything historic for context. There was a workout room on the Titanic. Yeah, they had those machines that would, like, shake your butt or whatever, you know? <laughs> it's just different than what we see now. I feel like a lot more work was, like, labor-intensive and mm. stuff. People weren't sitting on their butts on a computer all day. And you day. also, like, walked everywhere. Exactly. So interesting. It is interesting. I was just like, huh, never thought about the history of exercise. I know. Which was... Um, sports month? Sports month, perhaps. Um, show. That's a little timeline of, like, what we're seeing with, like, the transition of corset, shapewear, all of that stuff. Um, so let's, like, dissect it a little bit. Let's, okay. like, talk about why people have kind of had a fascination with the corset, why it was so popular, why it was so hated, all of the above. Um so I listened to this podcast called um, Hello Girls that are hosted by fashion journalists. Oh, fun. Um, Kate Finnegan and Emily Cronin. They worked for like Vogue and um, Vanity Fair, I believe. Sheik. And they interviewed this woman named Dr. Valerie Steele, who's an American fashion historian and director of the Museum of Fashion Institute of Technology. Ooh, fit him. Fit him. Lauren Conrad. Is that right? Uh-huh. Okay. Wait. F-I-T is different oh, than... Oh, that's different. F. IDM. Right answer. Because that's design merchandise. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I misspoke. I'm no, so sorry. I mean it was the dream to like be a to be a fashion girl and of go course. to to go to fit him just I, like Elsie. It really was. And then she dropped out. Yeah. She's right. like, I gotta go back to Laguna Beach. She's like, I don't need this. <laughs> Literally, she's like, I am too rich already. Yeah, literally. And I'm Eighteen years old. Um so I think like something so interesting about fashion is like it can just be looked at in two completely separate ways. Mm-hmm. Like in like a way it is just and like something that you put on every day and then it can also just be something that we put so much emphasis on that we dissect that we have conversations about and like i think both things can be true yeah. um i think we like to examine what women wear a lot more than what men wear and that just makes sense because of it's emphasized it's emphasized um you know the patriarchy like the sexualization of women's fashion but it's like if men and men did wear corsets to some extent but if men were wearing them 24 7 we wouldn't be having a dialogue about it well they'd also be much more comfortable that is true they'd be like whatever you want yeah literally (laughs) we'll design it around your body yep um so yeah, I just think that's interesting. I agree. Um, so some people have said that the corset, many people, scholars, feminists, et cetera, et cetera, have said that they're instruments of torture mm. and tools of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Valerie Steele 
who is a queen she's just a very she just knows so much so much about fashion she says that it's the most controversial garment she has a book all about it wow um the most controversial garment um behind foot binding in china wow and she kind of defends it which is the corset in general okay and what it means um she says that there's a lot of misconceptions of the corset um specifically in like 16th through 18th century of like it's going to split your liver in half. It's going to crush your internal organs. There was this myth by doctors that because it was so tight, all of the blood would then rush up to your head, not leaving enough blood in your uterus so that you wouldn't be able to reproduce. Oh, they're like, we got to get them one way and the only way we care about. Well, where else did we hear doctors say that um, they're worried that blood will go to women's heads in, in education? What Salem? No, just like oh, just why women, education. yeah, why women shouldn't be allowed to get education because they're like, well, that's why mm-hmm. they were like, there's not going to be enough blood left for reproducing. Oh, you fools! You fools! Like truly fools! And so I was just like, it, it's so interesting. <laughs> and Doctor Steele says that um, it's just so many common fantasies that doctors had about women's bodies that you could kind of like draw back to a lot of fashion pieces and like. Why are men, sorry, I'm just hung up on this. Why are men so obsessed with reproducing? Because we see so often that a lot of men aren't even involved in the children's life after they do it. Why are they so obsessed? Like, who cares? Mm, I know. I'm like, where does that come from? Where does that come from? Probably a place of feeling like needed. Like, mm. they're like, we are maybe good at, there's one thing that we know that we can do. Yeah. And that is ejaculation it's so st- yeah and they enjoy it you know and yeah. so they're like that gives me purpose and if totally and they need to serve me and our kids you know it's wild it's like a whole control thing i think it all goes back to control, control. i agree i agree agree um so she, um dr Steele completely is like look i'm gonna say it it actually like let's debunk these theories that the corset was really harmful to mm. you she was like um she thinks that anyone that is like still fighting it being like this is so fucked up to women that you have to look like this she was like the internalization of the corset is just because of like where where we've always been a little bit with like women's bodies but like it's only if you need to make it about that we also don't need to internalize it we also can look at this in like so many other ways and she's like it's important sometimes to think about like origin origin of things because obviously it takes so many different forms as our culture changes and fashion changes with us but she was like truly back in the day the corset was a sign of wealth right um because if you were hunched over you looked like a working person oh my God. i know i was like <laughs> my shoulders. and there was this like aristocratic thing of the body is weak it needs to be strengthened we need to look like put together mm-hmm. ready to go um so it kind of did start with just a status thing right which is probably why men wore it too for posture and yes stuff. and men wore it more as like it looked more like armor, but mm. kind of the same thing of like, if you really think about like metal armor, not comfortable, yeah. you know, meant to look powerful. And the corset for women, it was that you were meant to look powerful. Right. It wasn't even like a sexual thing. Interesting. I mean, thin, yes, yeah. a tiny waist or whatever, but power and, and wealth right. was, was kind of the start of it. Interesting. Um, 
So it's been proven that it doesn't really cause curvature of the spine. You know, there was like, oh, like. Does it cause your organs to like? There is literally no, except for, so when she researched this, she was like, the cases where people had organ failure or liver, whatever, that was all from other underlying issues in someone's health. So like maybe if you have these health you shouldn't wear a corset. You shouldn't wear a corset. But if you don't, and it's this person that doesn't have to worry about it, you are going to be fine. She was like, doctors have actually like cured scoliosis with the use oh, of the wow. court of the corset. So she was like, let's not like immediately just think that it was killing women, right? Um, as much as it wasn't comfortable, it wasn't like. Yeah, whale, detrimental to your health. Whalebone does not sound comfortable. Absolutely not. I mean, like, no, nothing about it. Like, tight clothing mm. is not. But it is nice to have something that does hold it all together. It does. And keeps your back straight. It. I mean, it sure does. Like we were talking about, like when you have like a tight top on, sometimes it's like hell yeah. Yeah. Both things can, can be, be true. true. Tess, you know what I've been obsessed with lately? Tell me. My Caraway cookware. Ugh, I have as well. Not only do they have cookware, they have food storage, they have linen, they have it all. They really do have it all. Also, did you know that they're non-toxic? Oh, thank God. That's something I don't even want to have to think about when I'm cooking. We just don't have time anymore. We're getting too old to be That's cooking right. with things that are going to be unhealthy for us. And so it just makes me feel like the work is done and I can just enjoy cooking now. And it's so easy to clean. The food just slides right off. It sure does. The colors are just stunning. I have the Tupperware just out on my counter right now in the dividers because it's like it, it's a look in and of itself same it, they come in the best colors and they're just so chic with that extra storage we love it we love it and we want to share the love with you guys mm-hmm. visit carawayhome.com ram 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10 percent off your next purchase Ugh. this deal is exclusive for our rammy so visit carawayhome.com ram 10 or use ram 10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Uh, gorgeous. Go get some Caraway Kids. That's right. Obviously, it holds a place in cultural imagination. Mm-hmm. And is it like cause or effect? Is it like hurting or harming? And I found it interesting to think about like going into a little bit more of lingerie. Okay. Yes. You know, because like, and because we are 90s babies, yes. I just feel like we need to take a moment to talk about Victoria's Secret. Fashion because show. like 90s and early 2000s was this time where lingerie became, and Victoria's Secret and the popularity of it became something of like, lingerie was expensive and it was for the rich and it was elegant to like, lingerie is mainstream. We're watching the Victoria's Secret fashion show. It wasn't super expensive. It was then also targeted at like, with pink Victoria's Secret secrets to like teenagers, middle school girls. And so I was just like, let's talk a little bit about um, Victoria's Secret. And also something I forgot to mention was, you know, where loose women, the term came from where women who didn't wear corsets. Really? Yes. Yes. Why does that have to do with their sexuality or just like, they're just like tacky. It's like you're tacky. You're you're, tacky. You're lazy. Lazy and technically translates like you're not bothered to get dressed. How loose. Fast, wow. fast, fast and loose. That is, that's crazy that that's where it came from. I know. So interesting. That is interesting. Um, so Victoria's Secret. I will ask you, Claire. Okay. Do you remember the first item you bought from Victoria's Secret? It was probably the five for 25 underwear sale. 
Yep. You know, Same. every summer you go in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I still have those. <laughs> I was wearing one the other day and I was like, it's really time to throw these. <laughs> I completely They're understand. so uncomfortable though, but were you, do you remember your first song? I don't remember my first song. We were, we were just talking, talking about, about this? this the other day, and I don't remember my first mm-hmm. one. It was such a scary moment in your, like, girlhood. Yeah. But an exciting one, too. Exactly. You're like, this is the next step for me, and I'm officially becoming a woman. Yep. Which is, like, so interesting because, like, lingerie had this moment of, like, obviously, we've always had shifts and like, being covered up, being a little bit more exposed, and then, like during this period i feel like it was like show your thong a little bit like show <laughs> the your, whale tail the whale tail mm-hmm. show your bra and it's just so funny because like my mom and i have just like night and day opinions on like showing your bra okay and like if i would show my bra in college or like send her a photo she'd be like i like that look that dress is really pretty why are you showing your bra and, like, just not being able to understand it and i'm like her generation or like her being born in the 50s is like what are you doing you don't show your undergarment you don't show it at all i still don't like like my bra's probably popping out the back here and i don't love to show mm. that it wasn't early 2000s so with the spaghetti strap you would have like three I feel layers like of straps an intentional bra showing yes. is really chic like if you're wearing a white tank with like a black lace bra see i love that dib would be like i absolutely love that not mm-hmm. but like i've also never had like fancy bras that's what i'm like I was about to ask, do you own any lingerie um no me either so the first time someone bought me lingerie was my gay friend Jarrell in high school who went to victoria's secret and bought me red like a matching red set for christmas and he brought it to best buddies which was the Stop. club that i was in in high school and he brought it and gave it to me there and i will never forget being like bright red and being like why'd you get that he's like i thought you looked great in it and i was like (laughs) why Why now (laughs) oh my god yeah so only wore it like never wore it yeah for the purpose of wearing it um except for a a um A magazine that Alice and I made for oh, yes. our friend's I, 18th birthday. It. I've seen it. We dressed in some laundry and we were like, happy birthday, Ian, for his 18th birthday. And, you know, when we were seniors in high school, we thought we were being hot. You, you were? We were trying to be creative and I understand our sexuality. You have to. You have to explore. But yeah, like, laundry has never been for me. Like, have you, like, worn laundry? No, I, I would like to, but it is I know. expensive. And it doesn't last long. It really doesn't. But you know what I want? If I were to mm-hmm. get lingerie, I would get it from uh, for Love and Lemons. Oh, yes. They have, like such chic, gorgeous. They do have cute stuff. Um, I once, going back to anthropology, I once bought a lingerie, like tight, like dress, like Ooh. black lace, like dress. Um, when I was with my ex-boyfriend, whose parents, very Christian parents, gave me a $50 gift card to anthropology, and I used it on the lingerie. <laughs> iconic <laughs> and i remember just like coming out in it and being like i can't i can't do this like mm. i felt so uncomfortable i know i know i'm like do people wear lingerie like under like because the movies have us believing that you're going to your office job wearing like lingerie underneath your clothes like the devil wears prada yeah the first scene where like all these women i'm like no one's really doing that right right like, I- it's never been me never been me i would like it to be me but it's just not like i still wear christmas pj bottoms and <laughs> huge t-shirts at night you get what you get and you don't throw a fit exactly exactly um but yeah i just think like obviously victoria's secret was such an iconic time and i think it was also during like a another wave of like sexualization of 
women of women's clothing so like the victoria's secret fashion show obviously oh my god was looking back just like didn't do anything helpful for me watching that no i used to like 14 year old i remember also them showing their workouts leading up to it that was like part of the segment it was always how to get like victoria's secret legs yeah and it just was like oh god god i wanted it so bad I want it so bad. Who wouldn't? Like, what girl didn't look at that? Like, wanted that? Exactly, exactly. I mean, you can't blame us, but like, Jesus Christ, um, I didn't know Victoria's Secret was worth eleven point eight billion dollars. It's crazy, just crazy. But if you guys don't know, you know they had some rough times in twenty twenty. The New York Times published an expose on the culture of misogyny mm-hmm. at Victoria's Secret um, from Ed Raz. Razek's rampant se- uh, sexual misconduct. He was like the head of it. He's disgusting. Well, he was the founder who made the business essentially for men to take their mistresses there. Like, what? That was like the whole. That was the whole thing. It's like, it's like, sir, and um, uh, yes. So Villa Blanca is where you take your wife. Sir is where you take <laughs> your mistress, and Pump is where you take your boyfriend. Yeah, I'm like, oh, great to like create a whole brand awesome. based on cheating and, and having an affair. Um, but it is where you take your mistress. Actually, <laughs> but, but now, but it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Laundry's having a moment until we get a little bit more of the height of shapewear. Mm-hmm. So Spanx, yes. I didn't know that Spang started in 2000. I feel like it was earlier. And then I feel like I really remember hearing about Spanx, like, in middle school even, like 2005. Yeah, I mean, I, I for some reason, thought it was more, like, 2010. Like, mm. I remember being in college being like, should I get Spanx? I've heard she is such a good, like, she is so good to her company. She literally, like, gifted them all with, like, a week vacation, First right? class. Oh, my Like, God. what the plus one? Well, she's amazing. Yeah, the founder, Sarah uh, Blakely. Uh-huh. Um, so, Spanx, which kind of, you know, I guess I would say kind of started, like, the... I would say was the pioneer for shapewear, be- as we know it today. Because people tried to come after her, like, yummy tummy. Heather <laughs> on Real Housewives of New York. I forgot about Yummy Tummy. So she sued Spanx uh-huh. for saying that they like copied her model, and Spanx was like, "Sweetheart, sweetheart, give it up. What are you doing?" Yummy um, Tummy. Yummy Tummy. Not so much, but <laughs> um, Spanx is an American underwear maker focusing on shaping briefs and leggings, founded in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh wow. Um. The company manufactures mainly pantyhose and other um, underwear for women, and since 2010, produces male underwear as well. Hey, love so, that. Truly. So they specialize in foundation garments um, to make people appear more shapely, thinner, whatever you want, mm-hmm. whatever you're buying your Spanx. Mm-hmm. Um, so the brand uh, produces lines with names such as Bada Bing and Hide and Seek, and Oprah endorsed it as one of her favorite things in 2000. When you make it on your... In 2000? In 2000. Well, like, you got right, right they, on it. Right when they launched. Good for you guys. When you get on Oprah's favorite things list, it's mm-hmm. a good thing. It sure is, honey. Um, they're estimated at $400 million now and 750 wow. employees. Wow. Um, so, like, I think when Shapewear first came out, it was very, like, special occasion. Yes. Like... If you're wearing something specifically that doesn't really make you feel good, if you want to accentuate, if you're insecure in this, and like since the pandemic, we have seen the shaper market is really bouncing back with this new message of like shaper is everyday wear. Um, shapewear is like something that you can also wear just like 
to work out or like lounge around the house. And so, so what would you consider shapewear? I can, I personally would consider shapewear like the underwear that has like the tummy control. Okay. But Got it. that's, but you could, I guess, consider shapewear even like workout leggings that have like, like biker shorts. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, I think it just kind of all goes back to like design meant for smoothing smoothing okay got it um and i think this is where like the conversation comes in of like i was like if we look at like how people spoke about the corset Mm -hmm. and the purpose of that is is shapewear like doing the exact same thing is it like and a lot of people are like is it helping us or harming us like why why do we need that and is it necessary to hide this kind of like you know the whole sort of idea that these things are hiding imperfections right um which i don't know what do you think about it i'm just like i totally get it i would love to live in a perfect world where everyone wore a dress and you didn't wear shapewear and it was cool and no one gave a shit about it but yep. also like that's not the world that we live in so at the end of the day wear whatever makes you comfortable totally and if you don't want to wear shapewear don't wear shapewear and like i'm oversimplifying it right now but like it doesn't make you a bad person if you wear shapewear and it doesn't make you a bad person if you don't totally it's like i mean i i felt like doing this episode would be sort of similar to like our plastic surgery episode yeah. where it was like okay we know that these beauty standards exist right like to oversimplify it is not fair because some people want it as they should. They feel better looking yeah. in a certain way that you could say it's because they're trying to conform to like cultural societal norms yeah. that the patriarchy supports. But at the same time, it's like that has been embedded in us and it's so unfair, but it just has. We do think yeah. certain things look good and don't look good for yeah. us personally. And if you want to do something to like... Like, so I... Um, I had a pair of spanks that didn't fit as well but then i will say mm. i put on a pair of skims say it honey smooth smooth well skims i feel is like the much more trendy version of spanks like yes. i feel like spanks they're also much more affordable than spanks spanks go for like fucking 50 dollars for that tummy tuck underwear and like yeah for that like skims you can get like three pairs of underwear for like 45 dollars yeah and i really i listen I know. The woman is polarizing, but I do love Skims. Skims is great. I have a bra. I had PJs that I got way too small. You got me the sports bra and the shorts, and you gave me your, the brown pair of shorts. Yep. I wear that sports bra all the time. Oh, so hot. Yeah, it's just complicated because, like, I don't know. I just want to be, like, do whatever is best for you. Like, I can't tell you what to wear, what not to wear. Totally. And I think, like, back in the day, you know, Spanx was doing what they could, but this was 2000, so I think, like, they only went up to, you know, a certain size mm. but now we see people like um i didn't know that lizzo had a shaper line oh, called right. yitty yes but i haven't tried it i haven't tried it either and they are a no shame smile inducing brand they like to say um where she's kind of trying to recreate and revolutionize shapewear and they're like the relation to the relationship to it and our own bodies um so the line goes up t- it's from extra small to 6x right it's um, amazing. Spanx only goes up to 3X and Skims goes up to 5X. So Lizzo's wow. line is like... The most inclusive. Let's go. And I think she's just trying to like, you know, yeah, just recreate the narrative around it instead of being like, this is to hide us. This is to 
accentuate us. Yes. This is to make you feel confident. This is to make you feel Some of it is good. accentuating because it's like, God, I have, like, someone could be like, I have a great butt or I have great boobs. So if I wear this, it will, like, show off my boobs and butt more. A hundred percent. It's just like. And that's okay to want to do that. And it is okay. And we all have things we love about our bodies. And we all have things that we struggle with about our bodies. And that's a relationship yeah. for each individual. And do what you got to do to, like, walk into a, a party. Yes. That's what, do what you got to do in a healthy way to feel the most comfortable about yourself and comfortable in your skin and enjoy your party and not have to worry about what you look like. A hundred, a hundred percent. And then I thought this was interesting too about shapewear. Um, It's also, this article said that it's a powerful tool for transgender and Mm non-binary people seeking to create a body shape more in line with their gender identity. Love that. And so I was like, that's something I never even thought about too. I just like to see it from all these different perspectives. Yeah, that's why I think it's really important not to just be like, fuck this because of that. It's like, well, maybe it's more complicated than that. Truly, and the one person that might feel that and that's so valid like yeah. i'm not saying i 100 percent feel a certain way another person is like a transgender person is like this has completely changed the way i can dress right and change my confidence so you know i'm gonna have a hot take say it i wouldn't completely hate if corsets were like in again yes well i mean like they have always shown up in fashion like i, I think it's a little intense when people are like wearing corsets like working out and stuff like yeah. how can you fully move your body when you're wearing a corset and maybe you do and you know how but right. like i can't yeah i mean like kim tried to really bring that back in like 2007 2008 well again like i feel like they're pretty reckless with their their body journey um same and what they present to the world or whatever but like god wearing a court like ah the boobies to the chin and i just love it i mean there is nothing there's nothing better than boobs i'm gonna say nothing better than boobs like what gorgeous things that we're allowed to gorgeous (laughs) just you know and so it's like yeah like corsets are hot yeah they are hot it's sexy and Billie eilish's cover when she's wearing that corset for the first time which was such a statement you know because she had never shown off her body and then she decides to do it in something so dramatic like that did you see her interview recently about her met gala look oh oh because she wore a corset yeah and she was like i i'm very much like in touch with my masculine side but i also love my feminine side and i'm very scared to show my feminine side because it shocks people every time but i want to be able to lean into both and Mm. like when i wear this i like really feel feminine it's like and that makes so much sense because it's like obviously women's bodies are so scrutinized and controlled in like a thousand different ways and i think people are very triggered by seeing it so like out there there yeah because we want to put people in a box and if they want to step out of the box that we put them in it's not okay it's not okay at all it's not okay um but yeah i just thought that that was um that was interesting just to try to look at it from a lot of different perspectives yeah um and to end, we're going to play a little fashion game. Fuck yeah. Even though this is a little all over the place, you guys. Oh, sorry. I just rocked the table. Oh, you were good? I got excited about the game. You were good? Okay. So we're just going to take a little 180 just because okay. I love a game. This isn't really about shaper or corset. There is no like direct line for us ever. There literally is not, as this episode proves. No, please. Sometimes you're okay. Like, it's stressing me out. <laughs> He's wiping away a tear, like literally. Um, okay. Chauclair. Yes. This is kind of a big question, but like, what do you think is your all-time fashion trend that you just love? Like, is it a little black dress? Is it a God. white shirt and jeans? Is it 
God, I love a little black dress. Is it a crop top? Is it... I think... Think a white tee and denim. It's like mm. the ultimate. It is very you. It is I, very you. I just think it looks good on everyone. I think it's so classic. Yep. I might think of something later, but when you said that, I was like, I think that's it for me. It is so you. What about you? Uh, God. I mean, like, oh God, I just don't know. Um, I really like like a long skirt with mm-hmm. like high boots love you know what i mean love like and a short skirt with high boots it, i never wear that high boots are so expensive same i don't either but i was looking at I that want it. and when it's done well i'm just like god that is so chic gorgeous like a high boot love it any sort of skirt i love that love that um we're, we're gonna do a little this and that okay um if you were to spend all your money on purses or shoes which one would it be shoes what about you um I'm not a shoes girly. I'm going to say purses. Go for it. I just like, I feel like I can hide it a purse, but like a shoe, it's out there. Yeah. I, I wish I was more like adventurous with shoes. I, I always wear shoes. like sneakers with everything or like black booties. And I, I, I want to like. I saw the cutest Steve Madden. So it's not crazy green heels the other day that have the, I'll, I'll show you, but like, I want them. You are like, you are heels girly. I, I need to wear them more often. I know. Well, did you ever feel insecure about your height no i i'm like i think i got tall at an age Mm. that other people were getting tall and i think i was lucky with that that i've always loved being tall yep i love that for you but i had my moments yeah because you got tall really young yeah like fifth grade i was like taller than all the boys yeah i think then you just want to be small and like it's all fucked up Mm -hmm. um but speaking of which flats or heels God, it's just like, mm. it's hard for me to say heels because I don't wear heels all the time, even though I love them. Yep. For like what? Just like in general? Like for, yeah, I'm like for what? Because like what? for my fan, for what? In my fantasy, I'm going to say like heels. Say it. Like heels? Yeah, just okay. say it. Heels. I'd probably say flats just because like I feel like I associate myself more with flats, but I want to change this year, I want to start buying some more heels. Please, let's go. I'm just like comfortable heels. Yes, I, comfortable real, I think heels. that's another thing that I'm just so sensitive. Like, I'm physically a sensitive person that, like, an hour wearing uncomfortable shoes, I hate my night. They're scary. I'm miserable. They're scary. It's not worth it. It's not worth when it. When you're hobbling home. Truly not at all. I remember, like, when I first got to LA, I went to the musical once premiere because mm-hmm. my friend was in it. It's so, like I went with him and we did, like, a little red carpet thing. And I was like, I need to wear a designer because I'm going to be photographed. And so I asked Adrian's friend Paige, who worked at Gucci, I was like, could I come over to your closet? And she was like, sure, sweetie. She's like the most like gorgeous, oh my God. cool, Anyone chic woman. Paige. So she looks like Blake Lively. Oh, gorgeous. She's painting a little image. And so I went into her closet and she was literally like, pick one. <laughs> it was like that, that scene in Sweet Alabama. God. Uh, and I picked a YSL dress. Oh, so chic. And, um, purple strappy Louboutin red like red and purple heels I've never been so uncomfortable Louboutin is not a comfortable shoe I don't know yeah I want to know though for like fucking two thousand dollars whatever the red sole that's all you get but I just remember being like this is I'm Carrie Bradshaw oh of course you were like there's no other way to put it two designers one Mm. night god gorgeous it, it was gorgeous um colors or neutrals I was actually thinking about this the other day because I was shopping, and this definitely like changes with me. My closet right now is pretty neutral, I mm-hmm. would say. But God, I love a pop of color. Same. I would say more neutral now too. 
But it, it just depends. Like summer, I love more colors yep. too. Like I think it's just something scary to like wear such like a bold outfit. You know, it's so fun once it is you do so it. Fun. Like yeah. wearing the, the pink outfit that I have. It's like all pink, and now I'm wearing my pink purse with it. I love that outfit so much. Put it out. I mean, it's everyone's. That that is like. I don't think I've ever tra- worn it. Please. <laughs> Yeah, I've never worn it's it. It's Zara, so it's nothing like uh, precious. You, Allison, Claire. I'm I am Claire. Oh. <laughs> you <laughs> Alice, Allison Lauren, I meant. Yeah, I think so. Is that it? I think so. Yeah. I'll post a picture for you guys. Yeah, we'll post them um some documentation. Yep. Um Minis or Maxis? For skirts. For dresses, for oh, skirts, for, dresses. for it all. Mm, I'm going to say mini. I'm going to say it too. There's nothing like showing off those gams. Uh, that's right, Tess. Mm, especially the spray tan. Gam. Oh, nothing mm. like it. And I put black or white, and I don't know why. Black. Same. White's yeah. just a tough one. T- white is tough. Um, black never The moment fails. of white ripped jeans was skinny jeans was a really tough time and that's really tough early la days although i do want some like white jeans right now not skinny jeans like the looser yeah. like mm-hmm. yet and i never thought i'd say that but here we are i'm, I'm here for it ever evolving mm, and we love that we do and you know what guys that is the episode gorgeous tess i don't know why you're shaking your head right now i, I had know. such a good time i just was like it was so stop it all over the no, it wasn't. Okay. Okay. We're literally here to talk about fashion, and that is what we did. That is true. We love the fashion. That's right. Um, yeah. I go on DM Tess right now and tell her how much you loved it. Hey, that was sweet. You know, sometimes you're just like eight. ones that are like a little bit more like not singular. Sometimes it's I'm like, always what the hell scary. was that? No, it was gorgeous. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we have a really fun guest next week. We do. It's going to be completely different than what we've been talking about in the past two episodes. That's right. It's going to be really like glamorous. That's right. And she she always brings she she i'm giving you a hint always brings glamour always brings a chicness mm, she is a new new york icon she sure is so get so, ready um follow us on instagram at right answers mostly and yes. tiktok uh give us a five-star review and leave like an actual written review that would be so nice please do we're watching you we are always watching we'll give you a shout out we will so please and we love you rammies and let us know the answers we'll do on our instagram the mm. same question so let us know your answers perfect all right we love you guys hasta la vista Bye. Bye.